0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to this special edition episode of SwiftCast, where we're going to be talking all about the MTV VMAs uh, of 2015. Crazy show. Um, this is Nate. I do you guys Steph,
1: are. <laughs> Adam. And Ashley. And Murphy. <laughs> and Carson.
2: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: Which is weird, because I introduced him and he and introduced, introduced me. And I introduced you. Where from I heard that was good?
0: <laughs> I like... Uh, I love your guys' podcast. First of all, uh, we've had this running joke for I don't know how many episodes <laughs> of you guys being on our podcast, Ashley being on your guys' podcast, where where it's this nebulous thing where uh, they completely doubt that guys Swifties even exist at no, all. No, no, no.
2: So, we don't exist. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We've heard your voice. I mean, we knew that there was something going on, but there was for some <laughs> reason, you were never available.
1: We assumed you didn't exist, which we're still thinking it's Ashley, like pitched up or down. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> just, just situation.
2: In
0: <laughs> but we're well, so glad I, to be I able sure to talk you, to you. Right? I'm here. I'm in my chair. I exist. I don't. I don't <laughs> your know. Your chair doesn't like exist. Admit
2: seat. it. You don't have a chair.
0: <laughs> well, at the very least, we are excited that you guys are back on the show. So.
2: Oh, yeah, we we last had Ashley on on episode 126 when uh, Bad Blood came out because it was arguably Mm -hmm. Taylor's most cinematic video to date. And actually, it's interesting because I know we're going to talk about this, but her new video is about making a movie, which is also pretty interesting and a throwback to sort of like the golden age Mm -hmm. of cinema. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Back to you guys.
3: (laughs) 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 Well, we have tons to talk about just going from the pre-show to the music video premiere to all the way through the show. But I guess my first question, and we talked a little bit about this on our other episode we did yesterday, but I want to hear from everyone that's here tonight. What did you think of Taylor's outfit last night?
1: I thought it was hot. I, I mean, I, I, just, I, I. No matter what Taylor wears, I think she's just she's stunning
2: looking. You know, like
1: she's definitely grown out of the like high school nerd looking thing and grown into
2: her own. And I think she looks phenomenal. <laughs> I I thought it was pretty understated actually, compared to a lot of the other stuff that she's worn. It was dark colors and. Um, it didn't show off much skin at all. I mean, I did notice even at one point, uh, maybe it was the last word of the night. She even like made sure that her belly button was covered up. So it was like very, not very revealing and, and very, um, uh, especially the colors were really dark for her. You know, I don't, I don't see her in a lot of that. Yeah, Yeah, and it went along
4: with the theme of this era of wearing crop tops and those types of outfits. And one thing I mentioned on our episode is that, you know, I kind of wish that she would go back to wearing, you know, the nice dresses. But as some people pointed out, the VMAs is a show that is pretty much the most out there show and people take risks. So she'll save the dresses for other award shows like the billboards and the Grammys and stuff like that.
5: Yeah, I... Last night said that her outfits always grow on me. And when I initially saw the outfit, it wasn't my favorite. But then after I saw more photos of it, I thought, "Oh, she looks really great. She can rock anything. She could wear a garbage bag." And
2: she would <laughs> oh great. yeah, but uh, but uh, Kanye West was wearing the garbage bag last night. He nice. was <laughs> was wearing a garbage bag. <laughs> like, so was Kim. Yeah, they were they were both dressed in very you know couture garbage bags, you know. <laughs>
0: Is actually uh, Taylor's basis who tweeted uh, something like, it, Kanye last night just gave a million lazy people the greatest Halloween costume idea of this year.
3: <laughs> so true, Josh. and I feel like people are actually going to do that.
2: Giant brown t-shirt and baggy jeans or whatever they were. What? <laughs> That's it. Done. Oh, Kanye.
0: Well, we'll get to him later, I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so before the show even started, Taylor got her first award, which was Best pop video for Blank Space. Yeah,
1: and she had her no. whole mafia there, too. <laughs> yeah. There were,
0: like, 18 people crowding uh, the microphone there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was having a tough time deciding whether I wanted to be in Taylor Swift's squad or Macklemore's. You know, because he's got a pretty pretty good-looking crew these days as well. You know, with, like, uh, Cool Mod and Melly Mel. And, and that, that stash the guy. The weird guy with the mustache. Yeah, <laughs> Stash, guy. stash okay. guy. I mean, that, that'd be cool, too. I'll take... I'll take whoever will take me.
3: She had many people with her that I couldn't even keep up with who all was there because it seemed like every time they showed them, there were more people. (laughs) (laughs) It did.
1: Well, she picked up, like, Nikki's people. She picked (laughs) up all these other people as the night (laughs) went along. I mean, look, like, you watch these award shows, and I know, like, everybody makes fun of Taylor for, like, dancing and having a good time, but I'm glad to see somebody because all these, like, rich, snobby celebs just sit in their little seats and watch all these performances, and I'm like... I would be up dancing, too, Mm -hmm. so I'm glad to see that, like, she's human, and she gets up and she dances and have a good time.
3: On Tumblr, a week or two ago, someone posted a clip of her dancing in her seat at the Grammys, and they asked her, how would you explain what you're doing, and she called it the mom croon. The
2: what? The The mom croon. Oh, the Uh, mom croon, okay. Yeah,
1: I'm not saying she has the best (laughs) dance moves ever, (laughs) but I'm glad, but you know what? She looks like me dancing at a concert, just, I'm an uglier version. And and so, like, just having a good time. I mean, even when I saw Taylor Swift in, like, Baton Rouge, I was probably dancing like she was. Sure. Like, but I was having a good time, and that's all that matters. It's all that matters.
3: So that happens, and then that was still during the pre-show. And the very last few minutes of the pre-show was when she premiered the Wildest Dreams music video. And there's so much to talk about. We really need a separate episode just for that. But I'd love to hear, Tim and Carson, what you guys thought about it.
1: Well, we definitely saw a lot more skin.
3: Yeah, I guess that's true.
2: And and uh, I've got the hots for Scott Eastwood now, so that happened. I, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> no, like it, I don't like, know how my wife feels about it either. But
1: well, like my fiance and I, we were sitting there watching it, and like that scene came up in the like the bed, and we were both like, "Whoa," you know, like it, I just I've never seen Taylor, I guess in. I don't want to say position. That's weird. Um,
2: I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, even even the lyrics are, are more risque than the casual fan has ever heard from her. Just the fact that she's singing about being in a guy's bedroom is is a little bit shocking, which I think says a lot about her character. You know, I, I like that there's still someone around that, you know, that that's still, oh, oh, really? Wow, well, this is really an interesting thing to say then, because you've never said anything like this before. It's know?
1: a good thing we're on Skype right now, and we could just hang up on you guys, but... Like, I don't, I I like the song, don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's going to be as big as Bad Blood, Blank Space. You know, I I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a top five hit. Fair enough.
5: Yeah, I was surprised about her releasing this one. I didn't expect it to be a single. I'm glad though, because it's so different from all the other singles.
1: Which one did you expect to be next?
5: I thought New Romantics would be next.
1: I could see that one. But it almost makes me because in just dealing with record reps the way that we do, it almost seems—and this sounds bad—but it seems like they release like two or three hits, then one dud, just to keep the name out there. Not that Taylor needs any help with that. And then they 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 release that dud, and then the next one to pick mm-hmm. up right behind it. Like you see the so same. So would you thi- say hmm?
5: would you say Style was a dud then?
1: No, no, no. Style was a hit. Uh, like, style was a hit. That's why I'm wondering if this is kind of the one that they're assuming is just going to be. Because we're kind of in that, in the record business, you're kind of in that, like, mode right now where you're just kind of putting out songs. Pre-Christmas. Put, yeah.
2: It's like a lot like the movie industry, which we talk about on our show, of course. And, and you know, this is kind of the doldrums of it's, it's post-blockbuster, pre-Oscar season. And if you look at even the record release, you know, records come out on Friday now. If you look at what comes out on Friday, you're like... Oh, okay, Megadeth's got a new album, and that's about it. You know, there's not many big names coming out with stuff because they'll wait till the end of the year. Because just like with the Oscars, the Grammys look January to December. They look at the year, which you guys know because 1989 came out right at the end of last year, so she was able to sort of, like, get two album cycles out of out of this one um, Well, and, and let's Shake it. it Off and then 1989 coming out later.
1: Look at it this way. Macklemore dropped to that single, what, a week and a half ago about his, his new the baby? Moped? Yeah. No, 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 about oh, his new baby. Oh, about the ba- yeah, the new music, yeah. yeah. That's going to be and the Sharon. hit. That one right there is going to be the hit. Now, I'm not saying Downtown isn't going to be the hit, but that one is definitely... Because the minute that that one was sneaked out there, mm-hmm. tons of radio stations started adding it, and then all of a sudden the record company was like, no, 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 we don't want you to play yeah. that one, we want you to play Downtown. And yeah. so everything in Hollywood... The record business, all that, it's all calculated. It's all put out at a certain time. Like, it wouldn't have surprised me if the Taylor Swift, Nicki Minaj beef was all planned.
3: (laughs) Oh, for sure. And we wonder about that stuff all the time. But I was actually going to ask you, just from your perspective, what makes you say that style was a hit? Because to us, it seems like it didn't really do very well compared to Blank Space and Bad Blood.
1: Uh, It reached a power status on our station. So, I mean, which means
2: it's played more than any other yeah. song every couple hours or so
1: and and there is very rarely a Taylor Swift song that comes out that does not reach power status but I just I don't know if this one's just going to be too too different for it to reach that like I I almost wonder if they are going to release the one that you mentioned like literally like a month and a half behind it to pick up where like Murphy was saying hey we've got to get this one out here because right now we're kind of in like this dud time. Oh. Well,
4: regarding style, I think it did really well on the radio, like you guys are saying. But I think for us Swifties, we, we feel like the music video was somewhat of a flop. None of us really cared for it that much. It didn't get the amount of views that Shake It Off, Blank Space, and Bad Blood did. So for this new one, Wildest Dreams, we'll have to see what kind of uh, what radio play it gets and what type of response the music video gets.
5: Well, I can tell but you that Style didn't even hit number one on the Hot One Hundred, and every other song from nineteen eighty nine did. That's I guess why I view it as a dud. Not I, just because I'd of the agree music video. With,
1: I'd agree with that, but from like the way that a radio station and a record company looks at it sales wise, it may not have done a bad blood or something like that, but it did just fine for the time being that it needed to do. Because you could tell Style was also kind of one of those that they released in between two massive hits. But they did it just right. Like, seriously, like, the record companies release things just, they, they, they've timed all this stuff out. Hmm. And, and look, they do the same thing between, I know you guys don't like this name, but Katy Perry, <laughs> they'll do the same thing. Like, between, the, you know, even the record companies will sit there and go, okay, look, we've talked to Katy's people, they know we're gonna release these records, so we're gonna go with Taylor's records, and we're gonna go here, here, and here, and then, We'll take a break and let Katie go here, here and here, and then back. I still believe that the whole Katie Taylor Swift thing's made up.
3: No, I don't believe that.
1: I think everything's calculated in Hollywood because <laughs> even I think like, May-
3: Taylor he- definitely played it up by talking about it in interviews and just with the whole music video and every all the conversation that sparked, but and, and the- she
1: doesn't do that. She normally doesn't talk about. She normally doesn't
3: do that. You're right, but the bottom line is, is that Katie did steal her dancers. That's not made up. So
1: thing happened. Correct, but was that all calculated? Yeah,
2: was it all? Did she? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really after last night, it seemed the Nikki and Taylor thing really seemed fake. Really, yeah. I was like, they, they had that all planned, and and it was gonna, you know, supposed to make a big splash, and MTV even played it up, and. Um, I don't know if we're going there yet, but why didn't why? I don't think she was singing "Blank Space" when she came up. I know, I know that's like blasphemy to say, but did do you, do you guys blood. see the same thing? Bad blood. Yeah, yeah.
5: It was lip sync. Yeah, like what's
2: the deal with that? What is this, the Macy's Parade? <laughs> that's exactly
1: what Murphy and I were talking <laughs> yeah. about earlier today. The whole VMAs minus Justin Bieber, who you could tell was. Trying to sing, well, yeah, because the man
2: was so out of breath. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like me, like walking down the hall or up the stairs in my house.
1: <sighs> <sighs> and then Demi Lovato, who really tried to sing. She she did great singing. Failed. She looked sexy. Don't get me wrong, but she failed being sexy because she was trying to sing.
2: Minus those two, everything else was like a Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, I didn't get that. I mean, because it's not like we. It's not like she can't sing, you know. So why not let her sing? Bad blood. I, I didn't get it. Now Miley well, may not have so been lip-synced.
3: She's <laughs> actually from her show the night before, she was pretty sick and even if you listen to her talk all throughout the VMAs, she sounded sick. So I feel like maybe that's why she's oh, okay. live. Yeah,
1: yeah maybe not
2: worth blowing it on a TV, you know, like two lines <laughs> of her song for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
1: We're not saying it's a bad thing that she lip-sync. We're not saying that at all because every artist does it. They all have backtracks and, you know, when it when their voice fades, they re- Pot that one up.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like right now, if you guys annoy me, I could pot you down. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't know. I thought the Nikki thing was fake on Nikki's part. I thought she made the whole thing up to get publicity. Taylor thought it was about her legitimately and said yeah. something. But to- for, them,
1: for them to just perform all of a sudden together at the VMAs, I, I just think it... I'm telling you guys, if you guys worked in the business we did, everything is calculated. Everything is put at a point. Like there were record comp- there were record reps mad because we thought about adding the Mclemore song, the one about his baby, but then they were like, "Look, we just hold on, trust us, hold on a week," and then all of a sudden downtown drops, and it's like, "Okay, now we know why."
5: Hmm.
1: Like like a friend of mine that works for another radio station here in Mississippi. He, he did. He was like, I'm adding it. And they, they were like, you know, he's such a small town. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> you know, it's not going to show up on anything we care. So go ahead. But we don't want Jackson, Mississippi doing that. Hmm.
3: Well, this is jumping around a lot, but I have so many questions for you guys that I'm just going to ask you this now. Yeah. What do you think about, I guess not about the quality of, but just Miley's decision to surprise release this album for free?
2: I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I actually... I've been a big fan of the Flaming Lips for a long time. I haven't liked a lot of their stuff recently, um, but like back in the like early two thousands, I guess I was a huge Flaming Lips fan, and I like the you know they're innovative performers and they have pop sensibilities. And so I haven't listened to much of the album, but I think that's a cool thing to do. I mean, for someone of that stature, you know, someone like Radiohead can put out an album and it's like oh pay what you want, and you know they're not a huge name anymore. But Miley Cyrus, her last album was pretty big, uh, and so to just release a free album. I don't know, it's kind of cool, you know, you can, it's it's like no skin off her back, you know, it's like if people hate it, it you know, what did it cost to make, you know? We saw plenty of her skin.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, you know, I I agree with Murphy in the terms of, it's cool that she's releasing a free album. You know, it's kind of like, uh, what was it, YouTube 2 did the same thing. Oh yeah, YouTube 2 gave it to that.
2: Wilco just did, just released their album for free. They just sent everybody an email one day, and that's a, that's one of the biggest indie names too. I feel like it hasn't. Like, U2 is not an indie band by any means, but they're definitely not a pop band anymore. But, you know, so for a name like... Mi- for someone like Miley to be doing this and for her label to let her do this, and it's kind of an interesting experiment, kind of like the way U2 gave their album away as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't see myself downloading it. I just... I've just... Maybe I've become the old guy, but I, I've just lost all respect for Miley. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think,
3: I think we're with you there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like last night was... Last night was just like a big shock fest. Like, she just kept trying to outdo herself each and every time. And I'm just like, okay, we, we get it. Like, I was even thinking before, and I even forgot that we were going to be on the Swift cast, but I was just thinking to myself last night, I was like, you know, at this point, you know, I would almost like to see Taylor Swift host something to bring some, to bring something good back to these types of shows. Now, will it do good in the ratings? I don't know. But Miley Cyrus bombed in the ratings last night, too. But, like, I, I just, you know, we look at things a little bit different, I guess, in our industry. Like, last night, you have Truth paying a lot of money anti-smoking, 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 and then you go back to the VMAs where Miley's, like, smoking, 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 yeah, yeah. smoking, right. smoking. <laughs> so, it, it's it's, like, seriously, it's, like, we get it, we get it that, you know, at one point you said you wouldn't do drugs, now you do. And then, it, like, even, like, to get a little political, sorry about this, but, like, I, I didn't like the fact that they kept making cop jokes over and over again. You know, we, we've got enough problems in this world that we didn't need to be making those jokes last night.
3: Yeah, definitely. Like I, had, a, I was very skeptical about her hosting, and I guess nothing she did really shocked me because I know her only intention <laughs> is to shock people. And just to <laughs> exactly. It,
2: and it and just, to kind of bring it back to Taylor Swift and the Wildest Dreams video, Um, you know, I mentioned that, like, just how little it takes for us to be just a little, or how little it takes for me, the casual fan, to just be shocked by something Taylor Swift says, just about a, something about clothes on a bedroom floor or whatever it is. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of salacious. It's like, you know, Miley could do anything right now, and it wouldn't be shocking, but Taylor Lee still has some cards that she hasn't played yet, and that's more interesting to me. It's more of a mystery, and there's, there's no mystery about Miley. It's like, we get it. <laughs> you are who you are, and we should be who we want to be. We get it. You know? <laughs> Yeah, now go away. Go away just like Billy Ray (laughs) did.
5: But you have to admit the lyrics of her new song are quite groundbreaking. Yeah,
2: for her. For for Miley or for Taylor? (laughs) For Miley. For Miley, yeah. I did not like that song. I listened to like five seconds of the first song on whatever the album is because I accidentally went to the website No, he didn't. I I clicked the link. I didn't know what it was because I missed. I honestly watched the last 30 minutes today because... After Kanye's rant, and we'll get to him whenever we do. Um, I had to go to bed. I was like, "That's that's crazy." So I had to I had to go to bed. But I watched the rest of it today, and I was like, "Yeah, I whatever peace and love. He's in love. Yeah, it's like wow, how profound." Yeah, yeah we've never heard I'm just those. Just not lips. sure,
3: Miley. Do you smoke weed? I'm just yeah. you haven't made that clear. I'm I i do not understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so back to Taylor, I guess. Um, <laughs> so she won. Best female video for blank space. Also, that was exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us, you know, were shocked by the yeah. fact, the matter that she would win more awards than anybody else. I mean, she's having a killer year. She's having a great year, and she's on top of the world. And and even just like, I don't even know who said it last night, but they were just like, you know, you're the you're the like gr- you're the greatest role model too right now. And I think that's what people love, and that's why you know I kept going back to. Like I kept thinking to myself I would like to see her host an awards show because you know like it just seems like we're trying to outdo ourselves every single time. It's like, well, let's smoke weed on TV. Let's yeah. let's wear a shower curtain with bubbles on it. And I'm like okay. And also the
2: the monologue jokes that Miley was reading were yeah. just subpar at best. It was like, you're you're obviously reading off a teleprompter. You're not doing a very good job at that, and the jokes aren't that great anyway. So. No, the
1: most exciting part I got about the VMAs last night was the mere fact of the matter that Nicki Minaj wanted to like beat her butt off the stage? Right, right.
2: I don't think that was staged. A lot of people are thinking that's staged. I think that was real because there's yeah. there's shots of Miley reacting, and it didn't look like she knew uh, that Nicki was going to say that. And people in the audience have the, said the same thing: like Miley did not know Nicki was going to say that. Yeah, because if you if you
1: watch the video, like she's reading off the tele, like she turns and kind of she's almost like a news anchor. She turns a little bit to like look at one camera, and she was like, "And now back to." Oh, heck no. Yeah, yeah. And She even, like, pulls her <laughs> earrings off. And if, if I, there's anything I know about women, they pull their <laughs> earrings off, you're dead.
5: <laughs> you know, I couldn't tell if it was real or fake, so it's good to get
1: your
3: interpretation of it.
1: I, I think that was actually real. I think the whole Taylor-Nikki thing was staged, but that was real.
3: I guess it's just one of those things that we'll never know for sure. Right, right.
1: Not until we see a beatdown on TMZ. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So it seemed like MTV was really just wanting to play up on as many controversies as possible this time, and I feel like that's why they decided to make this the year that Kanye received the special award and have Taylor presented to him.
2: Yeah, it was cool that she agreed. It was cool that they both agreed to do that, and um, you know, her presentation was was really interesting. You could tell she's even really over it at this point too. Like, oh, I met Kanye six years ago at this very event. And, uh, you know, she didn't dwell on it too much. And even he, in the grand scheme of his 13-minute rant, didn't dwell on it too much. But I found it interesting what he had to say, that 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 sort of, and I I saw someone put it this way, that's sort of like ground zero for a lot of casual music fans as to why they hate Kanye West. Oh, he got up six years ago and and blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, and so that he can be booed by 60,000 people in a baseball stadium who are Taylor Swift fans or, you know, or, who just don't like him because of that and know nothing else about him um, and how he thinks about it every day in that way, uh, you know, was, was pretty interesting to me that, you know, that that's the way he feels about it all these many years later.
1: And the, the two things that I hated about his speech is one, it was 13 minutes. Uh, two, <laughs> that, that like he's accepting an award on an award show, but yet ripping the whole idea of award shows. And yet him and his wife, go to more award shows than any other couple out there. And I'm going, just shut up, man. Just accept the award. You know, say thank you for thinking of me this year, this way and get the heck off stage. Yeah, and then
2: talk about it later in Rolling Stone if you want to. But I actually get what he's saying about award shows. What? I mean, it's tough comparing art. Like, how do you say one movie is better than another or one video is better or one song is better? It does make sense, but then also he's like, I'm so competitive. I want to win these awards, even if yeah. they don't make any sense. Right. So, so shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to be said. It's like, but he was just so far off the rails. It's like that's what he—that's what he does at his concerts. His concerts contain at least one of those 13-minute rants. I think an hour. Oh, or he's
1: going—he's going to make a good <laughs> <For> presidential candidate. <laughs>
3: yeah. I wasn't. I'm still confused on if that was a joke or not. With
1: knowing, knowing
2: the way knowing that Kanye. he's portrayed, I don't think it is. and if Trump can run I I don't see any reason why Kanye Kanye may be more qualified actually
1: unfortunately this (laughs)
2: nation's becoming the movie Idiocracy totally yeah
1: (laughs) if you guys haven't seen it rent it trust us
2: yeah I heard that was good two thumbs up
3: I feel like MTV both the decision to have Miley host and the decision to give this award to Kanye were made with the intention of them being a train wreck
2: yeah I think they knew what Kanye was going to do (laughs) <laughs> that they were just gonna let him roll commercial free for thirteen minutes and he's not gonna pass <laughs> up a chance at that audience.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, that might be what they what wanted.
3: They're talking they would have cut off to commercial for Yeah, sure.
2: there was no reason for them. Yeah, if they really didn't want to, and then he would have made a big deal about that. So it's like, well, what do we give Kanye? Do we let him talk until he's done, or do we cut it off and give him even more ammunition?
1: I think I think MTV has just gotten to the point where they're like, look, we keep outdoing each other or we keep outdoing things each and every year. You had obviously Britney and Madonna kissing one year that made just big ways. You had Miley and Robin Thicke and you had all these things. And so they were like, we need somebody to just outdo things again. We'll give it up to Miley. And I think it blew up in their faces because it was the one of the lowest, it was a low rated show.
2: It was, I don't know if you guys saw, I just saw the numbers right before we got on. Uh, 9.8 million people across 10 Viacom networks showed this. So it was on MTV, VH1, BET, even Comedy Central showed it. 9.8 million people tuned in. So about a million people per network. Um, but that's still a 5% wow. drop from last year.
1: Yeah, so I just, I think, that's why I'm saying I would love to see Taylor host it next year because I think you would end up getting more ratings out of this thing because of the mere fact of the matter that if it is someone like Taylor, they're gonna go, families will start tuning in again and going, you know what, we can feel safe showing this to our kids this year. Because even like uh Melissa, my fiance, she was like, I'm not, if Miley's hosting, the girls aren't watching. Ooh. And her girls have watched like a lot of the VMAs before, but she was like, I, I can't let them watch. She was like, I don't know what's going to happen. And it, thank God we didn't let them watch it. I mean, all the <laughs> marijuana talk and pigs and cops and all this kind of stuff, it's like, man, we don't want them watching that. And I know that They're not the demo, just like, you know, the two girls that live in my six and nine years old. They're not the radio station I work for is demo. But still, at some point, you got to kind of think about where your audience is, too.
5: That's a great idea for Taylor to host next year, because if she continues with the same album schedule, she'll be ready to release a new album. It would be great publicity.
1: Perfect. See, I I think she's going to take a
2: year off.
5: No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't say that.
2: <laughs> that's still my, that's what I think too. And remember, I was right about 1989 coming out. Although, oh, so I love reminding people when I'm right because it happens so rarely. But remember, I said her next album is going to go even further into the pop music world, and I was right. And then the next one is going to take some time off, and it's going to be just her and a guitar, like stripped down, Rick Rubin, like Johnny Cash's last album style of like just raw, style. <laughs> just gritty, emotional lyrics, like way, way more. Uh, confessional and and uh, close but, to her heart than ever before.
1: I think they're going to be more love and, and not the breakup type stuff, but more love. I mean, her and Calvin Harris, pretty serious. She's finally made you know debut with all that relationship stuff. I think. I think Murphy's right. I think the next one's going to be kind of this whole like between the country and pop thing, but it's just going to be her and a guitar. And she may not go away. Like she might do some more acting. That's probably in the cards. I, you know? I would almost say she's going to do like an Ed Sheeran type thing.
2: Oh, yeah, he's on that TV show. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not that. Oh. From,
1: like the music type. It's just oh. going to be like an Ed Sheeran thinking out loud I think even autograph. less produced than
2: that. Like Maybe. way, way raw. It's going to be like don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. That'd I disagree.
5: Awesome. She's on top of the world right now. She completely is changing the pop genre. Why would she leave right now? She should
2: All of them keep. do. Yeah, I guess that's a good point too, though. I mean, why not continue to write it out? But does she need to? You know, like she's, you know... I don't know. I
5: think in ten years the whole just Taylor and a guitar thing will happen, mm-hmm. and it will be really exciting. But I th- just think it's too soon for.
2: Yeah. What? Whenever that album happens, I'm looking forward to it. Well, we'll be the first to say "nan and Boo Boo when we were right. <laughs> 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 when it wasn't, yeah, ten, uh, yeah, ten years from now or whatever. One thing that I thought was hilarious about Kanye's speech was he called himself a millennial. Uh, he's thirty-eight. He's thirty-eight years old. I looked it up. He's, about, he's only about twenty years older uh, than the like oldest millennial out there. I thought that was hilarious.
3: And just throughout his whole speech, every time that I started to feel like I was maybe following his train yeah. of thought, he just went in an entirely different direction. It was it, hard to follow him.
2: It was. He went everywhere. I mean, I was just reading some of it right now in front of me. Uh, we're the millennials, bro. This is a new mentality. We're not going to. Look, to control our kids with brands, even though he's married into one of the largest, most successful brands in the world, (laughs) uh, and he himself is trying to make, you know, he's got a brand like that didn't make any sense. Um, We're not going to teach low self-esteem and hate to our kids. We're going to teach our kids that they can be something to believe in themselves. If my grandfather was here right now, he would not let me back down. What does that mean? You know, it's like he wrote a rap song on stage. First, he like trashes how everyone's being raised previously to the millennials. And then he was like, well, my grandfather was here. He raised everybody right. Well, wait a second. You just (laughs) said everyone wasn't raised right. What's the difference? I don't I don't get it. But yeah, it was it was definitely weird.
5: And then he also trashed MTV and said that they kept playing the clip of him interrupting Taylor for ratings.
2: Yeah. Like big surprise. Why did you jump on stage to sell more, more albums?
1: you know <laughs> yeah they, look yeah they're all in the same business mtv's in the ratings business he's in the business to sell more records and you know what at some point like i really think that like mtv's just going to get to the point of going man all right you've trashed us enough we don't need to play your songs and unf- and like you know even like radio gets to be that way from time to time where people will just like trash or like okay use this as an example kings of leon Kings of Leon was a group that came out and was like, we don't need to do radio interviews. Screw you guys. And it, nobody's playing any mm-hmm. of their music. Especially, Next- And
2: they were like, we don't want to be played on pop radio or a rock, state, or a rock band. Okay. Like, well,
1: we don't have to then.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> wow. We'll, we'll play um fun or we'll play some other rock band. Yeah, some appreciate- other one that
1: sounds just as
5: close yeah. <laughs> to you. That's true. Radio is so important. And I'm glad Taylor recognizes
2: that oh yeah oh she's, so, she's the best yeah, so smart in that aspect and uh, you know adele was another one uh, a couple years back that made sure to thank radio in a lot of her speeches and stuff and it's like that people discount it and i know we're in it so we're biased and they're like oh it's a dying medium but study after study says it's still like one of the ways people discover new music and and some of the most trusted commercials and endorsements and stuff like that and it's um yeah it's 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 still important i mean for, for taylor's music Taylor's probably
1: the only artist out there that does a meet and greet just for radio personalities. Like, you know, like, I've met, oh, the horrible name Katie. (laughs) And I was grouped, and I was grouped in with like, and this does make her seem horrible. I was grouped in, and I don't want this to sound bad, but they were like, oh, the peasants. No, 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 no. (laughs) They were like, we're only doing 30 meet and greets, and 20 of them are listeners, and the rest of you guys, you'll just have to fight it out. Well, That's. I understand that she does want to meet her listeners and stuff like that. But for Taylor to sit there and do three meet and greets that night, all fans, and then you've got just the radio personalities in there. And she walks in and thanks each and every one of us personally, shakes our hands, and then takes the time to spend 10 minutes with each and every one of us and our families, and then writes us all thank you notes. Nobody does that.
5: Yeah and she's a thank awesome. you note's are impressive.
1: Yeah, and she's a big artist. Like even K- horrible name Katie has gone back to <laughs> not even doing meet and greets right now. And and I wow. hate, I hate when artists do that. But and, and and I know I've trashed Katie a lot here, but there Stop are, saying
2: are I think he's a sleeper
1: agent yeah, you guys. <laughs> but I'm Swift cast all the way. But but she like even Rihanna's gotten to the point she doesn't do meet and greets miley doesn't do meet and greets all these big artists at some point just go it's not worth our time and that's sad
5: wow you know when taylor was first starting out they she said if i want to sell a million albums i need to meet a million people and i think that has just stuck with her and i'm so glad that she still does exactly what she said she was going to do
1: she caught my eye when she started doing that. It was the, the time that she did like a four hour meet and greet. And I was like, okay. And she was still like on the countryside, just kind of crossing the 13
3: over. Hour 13 hour meet and
1: greet. Okay, well, my bad. Oh. Oh. And a half.
2: Well, you guys, he's a <laughs> Katy Perry fan. What do you expect, yeah, and, right? <laughs> yeah, I can, you can tell
1: by listening to this episode. <laughs> but yeah, like, you, that's amazing, you know? Yeah.
3: Well, I
0: think just, she's the only artist ever to do that, too. It's got to be a record.
3: And sort of related to the topic of her always giving credit to radio, I was reading this Rolling Stone recap of best and worst moments from last night and they mentioned how um, they noticed when Taylor went up on stage for best female video when she won for Blank Space, she's one of the only people ever who brought the director up to the mic and had him speak.
1: I did see that last night and I even told Melissa, I was like, that's amazing. Was, was that like, Joseph Kahn? Is that
3: yep.
2: the yes. same guy yep. that did Bad Blood then? Yeah, he did right.
5: blank space, bad blood, and wildest dreams.
2: Yeah, I I gotta say, as a movie fan, that was also amazing, and to let him speak, you know, was also very cool. Um, because he was like, you know, uh, director's gonna thank the crew, so he went off on all the people that made that music video possible. Uh, and I thought that was awesome. As as a film fan, that really brought the V back to the VMAs.
3: Absolutely, yeah. nobody does that.
4: So, what was your guys' favorite performance of the night? Um, I can start out and say that. And we talked about this a little bit last night on SwiftCast, but we really enjoyed
2: watching Tori Kelly. Are you guys familiar with her?
1: No, we've never heard of her. <laughs> I was only actually, <laughs>
2: like, uh, casually familiar with her. Um, I'd never really heard any of her songs before, so... I, uh, I, I, Mur- Murphy
1: needs so to turn up his
2: headphones while in the studio,
1: because we, we actually play a couple During songs. During the day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Okay. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I I liked it though. She was, she reminded me of Kelly Clarkson. Everything I love about Kelly Clarkson. So I thought that was great.
1: I'd, I'd say. Yeah, she was really good. I'd say probably Macklemore. Yeah, that was fun. Or even The Weeknd did a great job. I liked his performance. I'm not saying Tori Kelly didn't do a good job. I guess I'm just burnt out on the song. So. But yeah, I thought The Weeknd or Macklemore. Just, I like Macklemore's energy.
2: He's fun. Yeah. It's just, first of all, it was a spectacle, but also it's, it's funny. You know, it's almost like a Weird Al performance, you know? There's a lot to look at and a lot to um, a lot to enjoy, you know. There's a sense there of humor to it. I don't know if I've
3: ever seen a Weird Al performance.
2: <laughs> You've never seen was a Weird the Al first before, concert? Or? I ever went to was a Weird Al
0: concert. Oh my I, gosh. I Is it Was, was that, like 13? Did Nate just was say that? that? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you you like, are alive. We're like, we, <laughs> yeah, we like we yeah. <laughs> I was like 12 or 13. Uh, it was and, and only he only sold probably like 200 seats out of the thing, but it was definitely <laughs> hilarious. Definitely. Well, wow, that's surprising. You know, he put on the fat suit, he put on, you know, yes. all the, the stuff, so, yeah, Oh, it was it's fine. my
2: dream. He just played two shows in Mississippi, and they were both three hours away, and so I couldn't make it to either one, but I've always, one of these days I will go, because I mean, it's just, it's a spectacle, you know, like, he has a costume change for every single song, I think. Mm, pretty much, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: He actually ended up, I remember this very well, because he actually ended up walking, just like, because it was in, uh, well, the Warner Theater around here, but anyway, you know, just like a little, uh, like, playhouse theater, basically. Oh, wait, is that, you mean he in D.C.? Um, no, this is in um, uh, in Erie here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, it's our little local uh, uh, playhouse theater. Anyway, uh, but I remember this because he actually jumped off stage and started just like walking through the aisles and, you know, actually just like singing directly to people. Like, <laughs> like you know, there weren't a lot of people there and really he was just making the most out of it, so.
2: Yeah, that guy's a pretty positive dude.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely.
2: Everybody else is also...
1: Think. Anyway, we're at al yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so what was everybody else's favorite performance?
3: I mean, obviously Justin Bieber, right? <laughs>
2: Beebster. just starts I, crying. <laughs> yeah, I think he literally had a heart attack. I think that's why he started crying. <laughs> yes. The man is so out of shape. It's like, dude, do some <laughs> cardio. He was doing all those like aerobics and aerial stunts,
4: and then he came back down and he was like crying.
1: Yeah, that's because he, he hurt, hurt himself, like, like Murphy sure. said. He needs to follow the truth commercials and lay off the smoke.
2: I, I am an out of shape man. It takes one to know one, and you should not be panting like that when you're in your early twenties, alright? I'm in my early thirties. It's okay for me to pant when I walk upstairs. Justin Bieber, do some like, don't focus just on the chest. You're gonna have a little tiny bird chest forever. Have, do some cardio. Get on the treadmill, you know?
3: It'll be really interesting to see if he's able to sustain any sort of comeback. I'm really not sure.
1: Yeah, and that was the one thing. Like, everybody's like, Justin Bieber's back. I was
2: like, no, he's not. It doesn't (laughs) sound any different than anything he's done. And One Direction has been doing his job better than he has for the past three years or whatever it's been. Yeah. And now there's going to be four or five of them separate. You know, it's like Hydra. You cut one head off and three take its place.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Except in Wendy's case, they just all die. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, my favorite, my favorite performance is, I have to agree, Tori Kelly really um, threw me for a loop. I'd never heard any of her music. I, I really quite liked her performance. Um, and I agree, too, about Macklemore, too. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, we Yeah, definitely. Any, know, all those pyrotechnics and things.
1: Anybody that mm-hmm. brings a mustache guy up there on stage like that, he's got <laughs> oh, my... Sure, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the performance has really petered out in the last half hour. I mean, Miley's was just a... Uh, uh, Train wreck. Uh, yeah. But there was Pharrell and that kind of a throwaway song, and I mean, I know it's supposed to be, it has a social message or whatever, but it wasn't in a very interesting performance. And then there was even somebody else that I was like, that also I'm fast-forwarding through. I don't remember what it was now.
4: Yeah, it was probably, um, it's actually one of my favorite bands. It's oh. 21 Pilots. Oh, um, there you and go. They <laughs> had ASAP Rocky with them, and it was kind of just weird and they did too many songs in a short amount of time and it didn't flow very well
1: because i have a 21 pilots album and i like them but yeah that performance
2: yeah i'm glad i fell asleep too (laughs) it wasn't that great yeah i know they have a huge following obviously they're on the vmas and that wasn't even their first time on i remember the first time they performed uh, on one of those award shows it was a lot better
3: so compared to past vmas i guess how would everyone rate this I don't even feel like it was as entertaining as I was hoping based on everything because I just felt like it was expected to be, like I said about Miley, so shocking that nothing really was.
2: Yeah, it was sort of, they've all been sort of a straight line for me. I mean, every so often one interesting thing happens, but um, it it was no different than last year's. I'm going to forget about it almost immediately, (laughs) I think.
3: (laughs) I was just thinking back to when I was like 12 or 13 and... In sync, and the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears were on the VMAs, and I feel like they, those shows then were just much more memorable because I still remember them now.
1: This was just a big fat crop dust is what it was. <laughs> it, it just, it <laughs> just it got your nose up in the air, and then you're, you're <laughs> like, oh, what is that? And now it's going to go away. Yeah, it's going to fade. I said this to
0: Ashley yesterday. I was like, I'm pretty sure every single year I watch these award shows, they just get progressively worse. I'm not sure. Or is, is it us getting...
1: Or is it us getting older? It could be, too,
0: yeah. Because
1: there be. was a girl, and Murphy and I were talking about this earlier, there was a girl in the pre-show, her name was Aqua, and I just wanted to go through the screen and just be like, why Why are you
2: talking? I'm like, you know. The pre-show was one com- giant commercial for MTV. That's all it was. And I was like, oh, jeez, well, I don't need to watch this. And Yeah.
1: She was like, I- oh, my God. Uh, 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 and I'm like, oh, I just want to slap you. I'm What's like, a band guard? Is that someone who guards a band? I'm like, like oh, oh,
2: no. Yes, weep.
1: Yes, we're giving Kanye <laughs> yeah, an, an award. award for guarding a guarding van. Guarding a van.
2: <laughs> yeah. for you.
3: Well, before we go, I also just wanted to ask you guys, because we talked a little bit about this yesterday. The Grammy predictions came out, and they predict that Taylor will get a nomination for album of the year. We think that she has a good shot of winning. What do you guys think?
2: I'd agree. Yeah, I can't. I mean, what else, what else was she up against, you know?
3: I know Kendrick Lamar was one of them. Mm.
2: Grammy voters love to seem cool. And I like.
1: hate when they take five artists and put them up against each
2: other. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: understand award shows, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, she's got a, an amazing shot at it. I mean, it was just everywhere. So, you know, uh, and it was a solid album. I think she's got a good shot mm-hmm. unless, like, you know, every so often an indie, indie artist likes to sneak in uh, and, you know, and steal those, I say steal, like I'm Kanye West, I stole that award! <laughs> so, but you know, like Bat for Arcade Fire <laughs> or something like that. Um, like to swoop in and swoop that award away from a more uh, recognizable name, but uh, I, I mean, a nomination is a, is a foregone conclusion, and a win is, I mean, the odds have to be in her favor.
0: I don't think so. I mean, it's a best-selling album of well, not only this year, but uh, uh, it completely blew out all album sales last year in just a small amount of time that it was released, so yeah wow.
3: well we'll find out soon enough um are there any movies out right now you guys think we should go see
2: um i saw the new mission impossible a while back and i think that's probably still planning uh and that's pretty good um ant-man was okay if you're a marvel fan you know you should probably just go see it anyway it wasn't bad yeah you know it... i saw the gift the other week oh was that good i've heard Here that i heard that was good yeah, it is good. Um, uh, <laughs> that's why we called it that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Well, um, anyway, on, on like a scale of 1 to 10, I, I don't want to ruin it, because it does have a lot of you know surprises here and there. Yeah. Um, uh, but on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd break it like a 7. So, um, yeah, pretty good. Um, uh, I was able to call a lot of the stuff that happened, I guess, but mm. I don't know if that's just me like like really trying to figure out the movie or, or just trying to enjoy it. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, definitely a very good movie if you guys haven't seen it.
2: I'll just, I'll just check that one out. Uh, we're kind of, Like I kind of mentioned, we're kind of in the doldrums, the pre-Oscar, post-blockbuster doldrums, but Black Mass is coming out on the 18th. I'm kind of leery because it's coming out at the end of blockbuster season and before a lot of the real Oscar bait comes out, but it looks like I might actually enjoy a Johnny Depp movie for the first time in like 10 years, so that one should be good. <laughs> yeah. um, besides that, I a that. that
0: was The awesome. Martian yeah. looks
2: amazing. That one comes out October 2nd. Oh, I definitely want to see that one. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you looking forward to uh, Mockingjay Part 2? Oh, definitely. definitely! Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one wrapping up, and, and also in November the uh, James Bond movie Spectre comes out. Mm-hmm. That should be amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: Spectre, Star Wars too.
2: Oh, my and the gosh. dinosaur well, movie. Yeah, yeah the uh, the good dinosaur. I'm
5: excited for that one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: They've never put out. They don't put out many bad movies, I'll say, because there's the whole Cars debacle that uh, Pixar has done. But the Good Dinosaur, a lot of people have high hopes for, and um, yeah, of course, Star Wars is you know what I've been looking forward to it. i wish i could just go to sleep and wake up and and all of a sudden star wars is out <laughs> unfortunately and it's uh, it comes out on my daughter's second birthday too so i got big decision you know daddy may not be there
1: <laughs> you know you can combine it just get her movie tickets for her birthday yeah obviously <laughs> no because then he would be one of Happy those birthday. fathers that brings crying babies into the theater and she has yeah. to see the
2: first six even the prequels because i had to sit through the prequels and she's got to sit through the prequels okay <laughs> You're not getting out of it. Oh, that's funny.
3: Well, thanks, guys. This was awesome.
2: Oh, yeah. We love being on.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having us on so we didn't have to send you stuff this time. <laughs> oh,
2: and, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this actually on the show, but episode 126, we had Ashley on talking all about the Bad Blood video and the Baton Rouge show, which you guys probably did a whole uh, episode about as well. But um, it's, I think that was a really fun episode because we just spouted all of the references that we saw in Bad Blood at Ashley's face. And she was like, "I've never seen it. I've never seen that movie. I've never seen." That. Were like, okay, well, I
3: didn't any of them it was pretty sad.
2: <laughs> no, it was fine. But then we talked about um, what's the movie that you like with Cisco?
3: Get over it. Get over it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Then we talked about get over it. She, you know,
3: <laughs> episode yeah. cover. Uh, I was <laughs> well.
2: So yeah, you can get all our links and everything. And I heard that was good. And you oh, can I'm buy cool. our shirts too. Yeah, we have a shirt now that zero people have bought. So. <laughs>
3: Alright, sounds great. Well, thanks guys. I'm sure we'll talk to you again somewhat soon.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on, guys, really. It's nice to finally uh, have a, well, one-on-two or whatever you want to call it, I
1: guess. yeah. Well, I'm just <laughs> glad that Nate actually exists and that we like
2: him for, yeah. Nate, do you have a fashion update this week? I mean, we'll, I know we talked uh, about her BMA uh, outfit, but anything else that caught your eye?
0: <laughs> oh, man, fashion update. Unless we're yeah, talking about Miley, I guess. But we can, <laughs> yeah, we can save that one. <laughs> <So>. Okay.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this special episode, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney Ann Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or Thirteen Management.